ESPN LA 710. Welcome to the experience here on ESPN LA 710. I'm Laferne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm talking to the founder of Indie Night Film Festival, Dave Brown. Dave, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I was so amazed to meet you a couple weeks ago. I just ended up at the Chinese Theater. Right. And then you're in the middle of this, you know, intersection of two film festivals going at the same time. Right. And you walked in and you're like, ladies and gentlemen, you took command of <laughs> like 500 people in there. And I'm like, excuse me, who are you? I, I didn't want to sound like what's going on. I'm like, who are you? But right, you're right. The, your personality is that type that, you know, people all pause and turn and look at you. I think I get it from a father. Yeah. Yeah. My father's a minister. So, I mean, you know, it's funny when he talks, everybody listens. It's crazy. So I just know the tone when you got it, when you try to get everybody's, because, you know, even my assistants, I say, okay, now let's start letting everybody know. And they go, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) it's not, I said, no, 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 let's get firm with it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to start, you know, you got to do it, you got to do it. (laughs) So you, first of all, you produce a film festival Every week, yes, in Hollywood, yes. So, okay, get us the word out right now mm-hmm. how people can take part and see what you're doing. Well, the, the name of the film festival is Indie Night Film Festival and is the first weekly film festival, pretty much in the United States. I say pretty much in the world. And you know, my model is this why should you have to wait once a year to be seen and you miss all this work in between? And we, you know, we understand that in Hollywood. Uh, people ask you, they say, what's the last thing you've done? And you say, well, I did a movie two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but it won't come out until next year. And nobody wants to wait until next year to be seen. So I, I, it's, it's, it's been five years now, and this is a platform I started. And it's crazy because in the beginning, they told me, it's a weekly film festival. It'll never work. And I was like looking at him like, no, it will work. And I told him, I said, no, you just like my ideal. And I said, but I'm going to put it in, you know, I'm going to start it and make it happen. And now I'm five years in. And so it's giving everybody the opportunity to be seen. And and that's one thing when you understand your purpose, um, you know what you're supposed to do. And I said, you know, God said, this is what you're going to do. And you have a brand in LA, which is very hard to do. And I have a brand that everybody follows. And I said, this is what I'm supposed to do is bring everybody back together and I call it my golf course because and what I mean I mean by that is that you know most deals in the world are made on the golf course so if I invite all the writers all the directors all the actors all the casting directors everybody down in one spot then that's my golf course you know we're gonna make deals and I want everybody to network and and see how we can get to the next level of doing business with one another and it's very important it is very important and then you have a lot of I, I say movers and shakers but that seems so false to me Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's people in the industry that tr- are truly passionate right. about the art and right. what they want to do. Right. Um, and almost every week you have uh, a, a casting person or someone of prominence, yeah. you know, come yeah. and network. We have a lot of people to come down. Um, you know, there's a lady by the name of Robbie Reed, who's one of the biggest casting directors in Hollywood. And she came down to Indie Night, and we're, we're now she's been with us three years coming down. And she came and was like, "This is incredible." She she loved what I was doing and said she would make you know because she's uh, executive over at BET, and she's over all the castings of all TV shows at BET. Wow! So she comes down once a month and looks for talent, looks for projects and stuff, which is great, mm-hmm. and it's giving everybody the opportunity. I'm gonna say she's a lovely person, is like my sister, and she she really. You know, is is 
truly that person. You got to understand all the people that she put on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, the oh, Jamie yeah. Foxx, uh, Halle Berry, Denzel. She put all these people on the map. So she started. So she loves doing what she's doing. So she comes and looks for talent. And I'm the type of guy that when I feel like I can give somebody an opportunity, I love that makes me feel good mm-hmm. to give everybody an opportunity to shine some type of way in Hollywood on a platform. Yes, and it's not easy. No. Here. It's, it's not, not. I mean, everyone now is a content creator. Right. But not everyone has the talent. Right. It doesn't mean that it's good and everyone needs to see it, but right. hey, there there it is for you. There's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of talent. And now even, now this is my fifth year, so now I'm even taking it even further where I'm going to start doing, taking it on the road to all different cities. So I'm going to do New York, uh, Atlanta, Chicago, your town, yeah. uh, Detroit. Uh, we're going to also do D.C., Miami. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be the American Idol for films. But I'm going to do it once a month. And I'm going to bring all the great films back to Hollywood here and show them at the TCL Chinese Theater. So that because a lot of people, you know, when I, I went to Morehouse and I was a film student at Morehouse. And there, every, everybody had to do a, a short film before you graduated. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of great films, but they didn't know how to get into Hollywood. You can imagine there's a lot of talent out there, but they just don't know the steps, the blueprint of how to get into Hollywood. And it's nothing like being dropped into Hollywood and go, where do I go? What am I doing? That's what Indie Night is. Indie Night is a place that you can come to on a weekly, be around those that are doing the same thing you're doing and make a difference in your career. Dave, tell us about your first, your short at uh, Morehouse that you had to. I did. You know, my first short that I did, it was crazy because it was on a relationship and I'm, you know, uh, from the Bay Area and I dated this girl and I had to go to college and I was like, do you want to continue this relationship? And she said, yes. So I was, you know, went to college. I'm playing at Morehouse and everything. I was concentrating on everything, on my grades and playing ball. And I found out she cheated on me (laughs) and she broke my heart. And I said, I have to put this on film. And so I did, you know, my version of what happened on film, and it was very entertaining. It, was it a one-sided view of what happened? Because no, it takes two. Well, it takes two, but, but at the end of the day, you know what? I, she called me. It's crazy because she called me, or she hit me on Facebook, and I was looking at, you know, you, somebody that hit you, and you haven't talked to this person <laughs> in years, but you know that person really affected your feelings some oh, type of way. Yeah. And I was like, dang, do I say something? Do I answer? So I, I did answer, and I asked her why she cheated on me. And she told me, she said she didn't think that she could mount up to the women, I, you know, that, that woman that, that mm-hmm. should be in my life, you know. Because, you know, I was, you know, I was, was pushing her to go to school and everything. And she wasn't going to school. But, you know, that's, it's, it's a part of life. You and so I had to. grew her. Yes. Outgrew her. But then again, it was a, a great experience for me. But all relationships are for growing. Yes. Right. So it, it's, it's not a negative that. Uh, I mean, she was aware that you were growing and she was where she is. Exactly. So that takes a lot of self, you know. And then also, I think it was my family because my father's a big time minister in San Francisco. So she didn't feel like my parents. She felt like she was enough or good enough for my Mm -hmm. family. And I was like, hey, love is love. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I understand what it is. I mean, she still cheated on me. But, you know. (laughs) But it's a a lot about insecurity. So, I mean, so with your short, I mean, that drove, did that drive the story? It, it, It drove the story, but also it helped me to get over it 
in a way because I never now I just think never let your past dictate your future and you take it as a learning lesson and you move on but you don't let it just because every woman that or every man that you, know, you have that comes in your life has their own new chapter and they write their own chapter yes. so now I don't say okay well you know what I am aware now I know if I've been on the road before I'll go okay I've been down here before I know what's about to happen right now you know but, you know, it was an experience. Yes, an you know. experience in which you grew and grew now, up. you know. So after that short film, did you graduate and come out <clears> here <throat> right away? Yeah, you know, I had um, a great friend of mine. Uh, he's, he's like my brother and um, uh, Morris Chestnut, the actor. I've known him for years and, you know, when I was in college. And, you know, at the time, like I said, I was a film major at film theater. So I was like, either go to New York or L.A. And he, he told me, he said, look, you got to be that fish in the pond with all the other fishes if you're gonna do it you gotta come to LA if this is what you wanna do you gotta come to LA and be here and I was like okay cool I'm coming and after I graduated I moved to LA and he was my eyes you know he, he's the one that showed me the ropes and you know it, it was the greatest thing ever you know he it, it helped you move a lot faster in LA and that's what I one thing I always say with my film festival is giving every helping everybody get to that place because somebody did it for me mm-hmm. And so anybody that comes and asks me about any knowledge about how to move forward in whatever they're doing in life, uh, in the film business, I like to give them all that because I've been here over 25 years. And 25 years in the business, you know, I've seen a lot. Yes. You know? Yes. So what were some of the things that you learned right away that, you know, just you did not know about the industry? Um, the one, what I learned is this. L.A. is all about who you know, not what you know. I don't care what anybody tells you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't they'll tell you, oh, it, it's all about n- relationships. And that's not only in L.A. and Hollywood, but it's anything you do in life. You know, um, I had a friend of me, you know, a friend of mine tell me about, um, he said, the father said to his son, you're going to marry Elizabeth. The, f- the son said, no. Father said, well, Elizabeth is Bill Gates' daughter. Son says, yes. <laughs> right? Father goes to um, uh, Bill Gates and says, I want your daughter to marry my son. Bill Gates says, no. Father says, my son is going to be president of Bank of America. Bill Gates says, yes. And then the father goes to Bank of America and says, my son should be the president of your bank. Bank of America said, no. They said, well, my son just married Bill Gates' daughter. And they, they say yes. So I'm saying that's just how Hollywood is. Hollywood is all about who you know. And as long as you know people and you, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you tie in. And the only thing you own in L.A., I say in Hollywood, is your name. And when you dirt that, it's very hard to recover. So that's why you got to always know that the person that's down on the bottom could be the person that could be running the company next. Oh, my gosh. That happened to my friend. Ooh. She was... Um, meeting with this exec at ABC like years and years ago, right? Yes. And the assistant uh, was, loved her work and got her in and um, her, his boss turned it down, uh, but he had always remembered her. And uh, just like two years ago, he he is now the, the executive ooh. of that office and called her in because he remembered the script. See, that's why you got to always know. Don't ever burn no bridges. Right. But how do you maneuver between, uh, you know, I say, I mean, 
I'm trying to put it in a positive way, but a PC way. But how do you determine between the sharks? Uh, and I think that happens when you've been here for so long. You know, like all the guys that, you know, like I said, I hang out with uh, uh, the Jamie Foxes, you know, and Morris. And all, you know, I know I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. I've seen everybody come. You've seen everybody that comes around you. And, you, and, and I'm a type of person. This. I learned in college a long time ago. One of my professors said, he said, you learn a lot more about a person just by watching instead of walking in and quickly just speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm the type of person, I sit back and watch everybody. Yeah. I Look, I'll be like, yeah. that person right there. And then my parents told me I got great judgment of character. Well, you know what I found interesting about you? That when you were standing in the room and you were commanding the stage of, right. you know, 500 people there. Um, I mean, you you have, well, you have this thing that... I started talking to you and asking you questions when you're trying to hurry everybody in the theater. Right. <laughs> but you stopped yeah. and you talked to me. And I was like, huh? <laughs> what was that? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a people person. Number one. Number two, I like, I'm never too busy to take the time out to answer a question or also understand this. You've got to be humble. Everything that you do in life, you got to be humble because God giveth, He taketh away. Sit down, be humble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got you got to be humble. And so I, I know that I can say that that was, you know, my you know my belief in um, and knowing that you know God was is what brought me here, and, you know, and it's protected me all along and mm-hmm. being in Hollywood because there are a lot of sharks out there, yeah. a lot of people that come there, a lot of fast talkers that make it sound like they they. They know this person, they tell you this, but you got to be able to say, hey, you know, okay, I see the person, I can't, I can't deal with that. Right, you know? right. Um, and then it's using, you know, people say network, and I always say, make your <clears throat> net work, work, you know. Right. And in developing those relationships to not only help yourself move forward in, you know, if you're making films or you right. know, being an actor, but... How do you, as Dave Brown, go maneuver in a way that um, amplifies your brand, Mm -hmm. of course, and then also satisfies your soul? Mm. How do I maneuver? Well, you know which roads, number one, to go down. You know, I I know which ones are are like positive. Like I, 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 I really like I said, I've really seen so much. That I know if I want to be a part of something and how I can help it or, or, or make it, you know, grow, I, I look at it and go, okay, I can touch that and really, you know, because mm-hmm. like I said, I want to see everyone make it. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't, I'm not lying. I don't have a jealous bone in my body. <laughs> and, and the thing about it is because I want to see everybody make it. All my friends, everything, I want to see everybody make it. I'm not for the, oh, look at this guy. And that, that, happens, that happens in Hollywood a lot. It does. As you rise, people go, oh. And I always say, when they stop talking about you, that's when you need to start worrying about it. But as long as they continue to talk about you, that's when you know you're doing something good. So you have transitioned. You you went through Morehouse. You came out here. You did acting. Tell us some of the stuff that you did. Well, when I came out here, I I started coming in and doing acting. And I started, uh, you know, right when I got here. And like I said, uh, Morris was my eyes and, you know, my ear telling me what to do's and don'ts. And so I learned and things happened. It did they happened a lot faster. And I just would have, it's crazy because I would have my birthday party every year. 
but I would have everybody because I'm the guy that when I go in for auditions, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, talking to everybody. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, and they're like, who's this dude right here with all this energy? You know, but then I would invite everybody to my birthday party and to be all the who's who's, and they're like, who is this dude, Dave Brown? Yeah. Who's this? He knows everybody, <laughs> and I don't think there's anybody I don't know. And if I don't know them personally, I know the person next to them. Mm-hmm. So whatever you need, call me. I got you. Okay. <laughs> but then you know, I came here, started doing films, and um, um, the first film that I worked on was Rebound, Earl Manigault's story. Eric LaSalle directed that, and uh, we shot that in Toronto, Canada, about the goat. Um, it was an HBO film. So that was the first thing I've, I've done. Then I did, oh, actually, I did, I did episodes on, on Say by the Bell back in the day. But I started understanding that your agent only does, oh you know, 10%. Uh. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do the 90. Right. Your manager only does 20%, right. and you got to do the 80. So at the end of the day, it's all about knowing people. So everybody that I knew that were writers and directors or uh, directors, I'm like, yo, man, you got to put me in that film, man. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Give me a role in that. And they'd be like, I got you, Dave. Don't worry about it. I got you. You know? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's what it's all about, who you know. And so when you start pushing it like that, then you start getting more opportunities. Yes, absolutely. And so I started having parties and stuff. And like I said, it, but it had to make sense. So I would do something like once, uh, once a month, but bring everybody in the entertainment business. It grew, started going bigger and bigger and bigger. Until my mom hit me one day. Uh-oh. And she says, <clears throat> now you have this brand in Hollywood. You do parties and everybody comes down to the parties and everybody leaves there. They either go home drunk. They get in the car accidents. Mm. They go home and abusive because, you know, being drunk. She says, what is your purpose? And that's when I had checked myself and said, and that's the truth. You don't want to be that guy. That's, yeah, I need to make a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, I got to get back on track on what I came out to L.A. to do. So back to acting. And then I said, I'm going to start the first weekly film festival in L.A. And that's when everybody hit me and said, no, it'll never work. And now it's working. It's working. It's working. And it's giving everybody opportunities. And thank God it's, it's a wonderful situation. Everybody comes and says, this is unique. A lot of people say, why don't I think about that? You know what I'm saying? So so what is the process for artists to submit their films and have it be shown so at the indie? What the artists process? would do, they would go onto the website, which is Indie Night, I-N-D-I-E-N-I-G-H-T-F-F.com. Um, and you would submit your film on there. And uh, I have a team that, you know, we watch the films and then they send them to me and I watch the ones because you understand this. The beginning of the season, uh, when I started, I was watching every film and I was sitting there going, oh, Lord. <laughs> and, you know, you get some good ones and you get some bad ones, you know. Mm-hmm. But I always tell people, I said, you know, they don't really understand what Indie Night is until they come down and see it. And, you know, like you came last week and and, and, and thank you because, you know, you came for another Film on the other side, film festival on the other side, but you came over to ours and you sat there and and, and you enjoyed it. And I'm, and I'm 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 thankful that you, you know you really. No, came I in. was thankful. You, I mean, you let us in. Yeah. I was with my friend Don Marie, who she just came back from Cannes, and that's why we were at that uh, film festival. Mm. And, and then it's like, hey, come on in. I'll and you escorted us in, and I'm like, oh my god, what <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I just like to give everybody. I want everybody to get that experience, so people don't really understand it until they see it. Mm-hmm. And then also I, I would do is, is I have all my celebrity friends come down and then I have I give it a, 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 a have it, them talk about their journeys through Hollywood because Lee Daniels came down, talked about 
everything, you know, of creating empire and all the stuff that he did back in the day. And he wished that he had something like Indie Night mm-hmm. because it would expose a lot of artists and films, writers, directors, you know, everything, mm-hmm. producers. But that's people that don't live in Los Angeles don't really understand how how far away we all are from each other. Sure. It's not like, like if you're on the west side, it's going to take you maybe an hour to get to, you know, yeah. this, what uh, North Hollywood or whatever. So it's I always talk about it is about a community. And this right. is a way that you can connect yes. with your community. Yes, yes. So uh, once the film is chosen, how many do you yeah. choose every week? Well, we choose, we, we choose, we get a lot of content in, you know, and then we choose, we, put, we probably put up about four, four or five films. And then... Um, some are short. Some are short. One was yeah. full length last week. Yeah. So what we do is this, we do short films, web series, trailers, documentaries, and full features. And so... What I do is, you know, of course, you saw we only had like three last because we had the full feature. So we had two short films and then we go into the main event, which was the full feature. Um, and giving everybody that that, um, that opportunity to show your work. I mean, we've, I've, all of her, you understand, we've got some films that came across and I'm looking at these films and I'm like, whoa, this is incredible. And they told me they did it with their iPhone. <laughs> I was amazed. And I'm saying, so it's not about, Having all the money to do it, yes. if you love it, just do it. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse. You no excuse. You got to leap. You got to leap of faith. You just got to jump and believe in what you're doing, and have the faith that you're, you're gonna you're gonna do something great. Do Do you have a lot of people that <clears throat> submit uh, uh, films on sports or sports documentaries? Yes, yes. There's a lot of. Um, uh, there's a. I just reached out to Baron uh, Davis, and you know uh, what's his name. Um, um, Shea Cotton. Oh, was this 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 um basketball player that that was incredible in high school, and uh, he didn't make it into college. Oh, yeah. And so this guy, I want to show this documentary at Indie Night because it's very powerful. And I think these are what the kids need to see. Athletes, all athletes need to understand this: that you can be on cloud nine in high school and i understand it because i played basketball in high school when we won championships and we thought we ran the town right you know well, I'm, you, I'm sure you did yeah we did we, we. you know <laughs> and so it's, it's like you really feel like invincible and then all of a sudden it just takes one thing to happen that will pull it for you uh, yes. and it ended all you know it's like these are stories i love and to express those documentaries and stuff on it. Yeah, and that's one thing. I, I don't know how you feel about, you know, uh, athletes, basketball uh, athletes going straight to the league or, you know, one year in college and out. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Okay, being an athlete, I, I, I feel like these athletes do make colleges a lot of money. They make a lot of money. And I understand that, they, that you got some athletes that come from um, some home, you know, house, I mean, you know, grew up in an environment that wasn't good for them or their family and their way of getting out. They, they were, you know, they were the get out. You know what I'm saying? They the ones that if they did well in basketball, they can get out and help their families. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Mm-hmm. I think the colleges should do things like if you graduate from the university, there's a certain amount of money sitting there waiting for you. Because not all athletes that play college basketball, whatever, go into the pros. But when they were there, they were selling the jerseys, they were winning the championships, and they were packing the house. 
at the end of the day, these athletes need, you need to make them feel like if they complete college Mm -hmm. and they don't make it to the pros, that they have something. Yes. Give them something. But then also understand that, yo, you get the pressure from the families, your mom and everything, like, right. baby, I need you to take care of us. Da-da. Then you're going to jump. You want to jump and go to the NBA or, or, or the NFL right away. But also with I, I, the same with, I think, acting, you know, you're coming from Morehouse, you know, you're learning about the business and whatever. The same goes for college athletes, I think. It's like it's you can be taken out. You know, right. with an accident. With an accident. Well, what's what's the background? Do you have the business down? Mm-hmm. You know, you okay? You're not going to be an athlete athlete anymore, but there are still various realms you can go in right. to that still have to deal with sports. sports. Exactly, and there's a lot. Well, um, think about it, the Duke players. Yeah, I, it's got to be a curse. <laughs> it has to be a curse. Oh no, not the curse! The Come curse. On, it, it has to be not the curse. The curse. I've, I've never, <laughs> I've never seen so many Duke players that got into accidents. Think about how many of them are in the league right now. Yeah, I'm talking about that. We're back. I'm talking about you know like the Bobby Hurleys. But, you know. but what about the mindset as well? Like if you're saying, okay, well, this is the curse. I mean, I know a lot of Cubs players, are, I'm not going to think about the curse, but all the fans were this, the curse of the goat or whatever. You know what right. I mean? Right. Right. Is it a mindset? It's got to be a mindset. has to be. It's just a mindset. And I think that, oh man, you, you know, it, it and I, I watch, I mean, just from just watching all those players and I'm, you know, growing up playing basketball yeah. and watching college. Let me tell you something. I, I, I despise Duke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when Leitner shot that, that last minute shot against Kentucky, back, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't stand them. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I didn't want to wish any bad on them, you know, but I'm saying it, it's crazy how all, you know, their guards either got in a car accident, motorcycle accident, or they're in the league and now they're not in the league no more mm-hmm. and didn't shine as much as, the, you know, a, a, a shiny star as they mm-hmm. should have. Because, you know, I was upset. Even when Leitner was picked and Shaq wasn't picked <laughs> for the Olympic team, I was I was hurt. Oh, yeah. But that's all because he made that last-minute shot. But you know what, though? It's It's all good. It's a a moment, but it's a story, though. It is. It's the story. It's the story. And people remember that. Yeah. And they remember how they felt when you made that shot. That's true. I was was shocked. I was really shocked. And that that goes down. I mean, I have to say that that was one of probably uh, one of the most electrifying moments. Because I thought it was over. I said, oh, he's, this is, they're done. He threw it all the way down the corner. I said, oh, my goodness. Mm. you got to be kidding me. Right. And that's what I love about sports. There are so many stories that can be told and that are being told. I, I was watching Amazon Prime last night, and they d- showed a, a, a trailer of um, back behind the scenes of a football team. I couldn't even – I like caught a glimpse of it. I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? Right. But could you imagine having cameras? <sighs> Full access behind the scenes. Oh, so sacred. It'd be exposing a lot of things. Yeah. And especially in my era, we didn't have none of that. No, no. At all. No. You know, what these kids are exposed to nowadays, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm against social media. You're against it. Yeah, Why? Because but pe- because you are the king of social media. I know, but I'm saying I, 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 you use it because it's the tool you have to use in business. But I believe it's stopping everyone from communicating nobody communicates anymore 
how many times you walk into a party, everybody's on their phone. Back in my days, everybody come in, you looking at the girls, you, hey, how you doing? It's like now, everybody, you know, yes. when my daughter comes to the table to eat dinner, take your phone back upstairs, we're going to eat right now. Yes. We're not going to, we're not going to, you know, do any social yeah. media. It, it's, it's, I think we're all disconnected yes. because of that. Yeah. And then, just like you, but you bring people together, together to talk about ideas and ways to communicate and create stories. Right. Again, um, you can log on to IndieNightFF.com yes. uh, for Dave Brown. Check out all the stuff that he's doing. Now, you said tonight is Robbie Reed. Rod- yes. Robbie Reed is coming in. Yes. How do you find the people that will come in and support and talk about the industry that will help advance, you know, whatever. The- I've built relationships with them for so many years. And like I said, I've been that guy that's, that's helped a lot of people. And, and, you know, and they know that if I call upon them, they know, oh, Dave, Dave's calling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all good. They're going to come. They're going to come support me mm-hmm. because I, I'm, I've always been that guy. It's like, yo, how can I help, you know, that person, that person, that person. And they'd be like, Dave Brown, can you do that? I said, yeah, I got you. Don't worry about yeah. it. And I would come through, you know. Um, so they would come down, and not only that, they would they they love educating themselves, they educating those, and letting people know, you know, what they have been through in life. Like we had Tyrese come down, like I said, Morris Chestnut coming, you know, came down, Lorenz Tate, um, Tyrant Turner, we had come down, you know, because it, it was just, what twenty, I think it was twenty, I mean, 20, was twenty five years, twenty five years, I believe, yeah, of of when they did the movie, mm. Lorenz and uh, Tyrant. Wow. Um, oh, right, 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 right. And so they all came down, talked about the journey, everything that they have going on and stuff. And it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great to see and everybody hear their stories because you, you, you just automatically get sucked into their stories and like, oh, okay. Yeah. And if anybody can give you a blueprint on what they went through, then, you know, you know what to do and what not to do, mm-hmm. you know? And with your background, Dave, your your father being a, a preacher. Yes. Right? Um, how do you go about warding off that negative energy of those people that are like, hey, Dave Brown, what? You know, and, yeah. and to where th- it, this is a full-fledged film festival every week and now right. you're going national. Well, you know what? I look at it like this. If I have any enemies, it's enemies of jealousy and not because I've done something to somebody. And what I do is I kill them kindness because at the end of the day, yo, I don't, I, like I said, I want to see everybody win. So mm-hmm. you're going to always have those people that just want to, mm-hmm. don't want to see you make it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm a spiritual dude. So I, I, I believe that, hey, you can't, you can't do anything to me because yeah. I'm protected. Yes. You know, and at the end of the day, I just, you create, you know what they say? When you think something, that's what you're going to, you know, yeah. it's, you're going to bring it together. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, you'll always see a smile on my face. So I want people around me to have smiles on their face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If there's any, anything going on in my life, you probably would never know because I don't wear it. Out like that, or you know, I'm, I, I take it in within myself and go, okay, I gotta handle this, and make this happen. Well, well, you were talking about how you got out your feelings of you know your girlfriend cheating on you, yeah. and that. So, how do you creatively get out what is innately in you? I, you know, I cold turkey it. You cold turkey it? Yeah, I just go through it and let it just bleed out of me. You know what I'm saying? But I pray about it. Mm-hmm. You know, let it pray, and then let it be like. Just get me through this, God. Just get mm-hmm. me through it. Um, it's always been my thing. That's how I last in, in this business. And, you know, a lot of people don't last long. And, you know, you're only as good as the last thing you've done. Yes. And you have to create a certain 
brand mm-hmm. to where number one you can always because you know they go what's the last thing you do that's that's the last that's the question that everybody asks what's the last thing you done you know what I'm saying and so you don't remember that so you got to talk you got to really stay on top of yeah. creating I know I I understand that but like with me maybe I'm fighting against the the norm of what LA is or what people think LA is but. When I talk to someone, I want to know who they are. I don't know. I don't want to know what they're doing. Like, right. I mean, who are you as a human being? Like, I remember my dad saying because he was postmaster, and you know, people would come up to him and be like, "Well, what do you do?" And he goes, "Ah, little of this, little of that," and then they would walk away. Right. But once they found out he was postmaster, you know, the small town, they're like, "Hey, blah 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 blah,", blah. so it's like, okay, well. Know me, who, right. who I am. Who are you are, yeah. You know, I am not, you know, I am not my title. I am not, right. you know, a host for ESPN. I am Lafern Cusack. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. No, I know exactly what you mean because I, I, you got, you got big shoes to fill. I mean, everybody, you know, whatever, whoever is in your life, that whether it be a father, grandfather, and like for my example, it's my father. I'm doing a documentary right now. On my father. My father is Dr. Amos C. Brown. My father's mentor was Mega Evers in Mississippi. Wow. At the age of 15, Mega Evers brought my father to Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King told my father to go to Morehouse. My father went to Morehouse. Martin Luther King only taught one semester at Morehouse, but he taught eight students. Wow. Julian Bond my father, and six others. All eight of them became big time in the civil rights movement, big ministers and everything. And so I'm doing a documentary now called King's Disciples Mm. because my father still has the syllabus and everything. He just got inducted into uh, D.C., you know, the black um, museum. Museum. And he asked me, he said, he asked the family, he said, what should I do with all? Because he has a syllabus, all his notes with King and everything. And and books. he says, what should I do with this? I said, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I said, I said, we're not going to give it to anybody. We're going to keep it in the family, you know, but I think, and if you, if, if you ever got a chance to know who my father is, that made me become, cause I never wanted to shame the father, the family name. Yeah. And I always wanted to do good cause I watched him do good. Mm-hmm. And so when you have somebody like that, and I feel like, cause you know, they, everybody's asking me, I said, Oh Lord, are you going to be like your daddy? I just know you're going to be a minister. Oh Lordy, Lordy, Lord. And I was just like, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ministering in different ways. I'm in Hollywood now. You know, and they said, oh my goodness. Oh, God's going to watch over you. Praise oh, you. know. And I was just like, but I was going to be a minister once upon a time. Wow. But I felt like I was doing it because my father was, and I wasn't doing it because I wanted to do it. And I said, yes. but when I did ask my parents, which was the, craziest thing ever i said because you know i'm at morehouse my mom went to spellman my dad went to morehouse my goodness you know and so i'm like when i'm at morehouse i'm like (laughs) i said i was gonna you know i was gonna go in they said what do you want to talk about i said well i want to talk about my i want my major to be film and theater i'm trying to say i know do are you going to do this for me are you going to let me do this and they were like whatever you want to do we support you and from there on i said oh i'm gone i'm I'm up and running and they did and they did they supported me all the way through. So I always said that my 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 family is my rock. Yes. And foundation. It, it, yeah, foundation. It, it shows you, you meet and, you know, my father has been to L.A. and spoke out here and people go, now I get it. Mm-hmm. Now I understand. And they go, 
if you grew up around that, yeah. it's crazy. But I have him sit and I filmed him for three and a half hours long. And we felt like we went back in a time zone of when civil rights and everything was going on. So it was it was very in tune, you know, very yes. something, something dear to me. Yes. You know. Well, uh, Dave, it's been truly a pleasure. I want to ask, can you stick around? Sure. Do you you know LT Hutton? Of course I do. <laughs> LT is my boy. All eyes on me. LT is great. Yo, and he's gonna do. He's gonna. It's gonna be a great film for him coming out. Yes. Um, uh, he he. I remember when he was putting this project together, and he was like, "D Brown, I, I got this. Heat. I got this heat here. Wow. It's gonna be a great one." You know, and that's one thing I love about him, because you know, doing a biopic like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's very very hard to really put all the pieces together. I know. You know, you got. I'm like, what? What? All the stuff that you have to deal with is crazy. It is. And so he did. Exactly what he said he was going to do, and hats off because I said, brother, he is doing something great. Love LT. So at your film festival last week, yes. you sat us next to the great Max Goose. Max. Uh, yes, Max. Yes, yes. And um, we were talking, and he goes, "Hey, would you like to interview LT?" So when you sat down in here and you were doing the voice check and I was like, Oh my God, you need to be a radio host. You are uh, yeah. fantastic. Right? <laughs> so did you want to interview him with me? He's sure. Next. Yes, I'll do that. That's my way. Hey, I would love to, cause I, I, LT is incredible. Oh, cool. He's incredible. Okay. So um, we're going to take a break, but we'll be right back more with Dave Brown. And uh, again, it's the, Indie Night Film Festival happening every Saturday. Every Saturday from 2.30 to 5.30 at the TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood. And uh, you can log on to IndieNightFF.com yes. for more information. If you've got a film, you got a short, sure. you got to get yeah. your stuff out. Dave Brown is the man. I got gotcha. you. All right. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is ESPN LA. We'll be right back after this. ESPN LA 710.